0: Hello! Welcome to your Friday. You're listening to Crooked News, where we bring you crazy news, hilarious history, and the occasional listener story. Please send us a story to talkcrooked at gmail.com. Yes. <clears> That's <throat> my soothing voice. <laughs> it's a nice one. hmm. I'm trying to keep it chill. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go
1: all right so this first one is from fox business um by lucas manfredi so thank you lucas because this is wonderful okay this was published july 7th 2020 so it's been a minute but yeah uh, eh. <laughs> florida insurance agent fired after costco coronavirus mass confrontation <gasps> mm-hmm Costco oh, has shit. has had a strict policy since May 4th requiring facial coverings please yes. stop playing a video uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> a man has been fired from his job after a video surfaced on social media of him allegedly lashing out at an elderly woman who asked him to wear a mask during a heated confrontation at a Costco in Fort Myers Florida
0: oh my god what is wrong with people and there's a
1: there's a screen grab of this video. And his mouth is open, his eyes are almost shut, and he's screaming. Like, you can tell that he's screaming. And he's got a shirt on that says, running the world since 1776. So that tells you everything you need to know about this man.
0: Wow. You might as well have a t-shirt on that says, I'm a white supremacist. Yes.
1: Oh, no. In the video post on Twitter, the man screams- Also,
0: not factually accurate. Yeah. (laughs) At all. (laughs) (laughs) No. If we're gonna, like, you know, look at history. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: Um, Gross. Yeah. So- In the video post on Twitter, the man screams an explicative written tirade, telling the woman and a man who appears to be defending her to back up and stop harassing him and his family after he was asked to put on a mask and stay six feet away. You're you're harassing me, the man says as he clenches his fist, to which the other man replies, I'm not harassing you, you're coming close to me. (laughs) The man... (laughs) (laughs) The man continues to approach the pair, yelling, I feel threatened. I feel threatened. Back up. Threaten me again. I feel
0: threatened. Yeah.
1: Back (laughs) the fuck up. Put your fucking phone down. What? (laughs) Yeah. According to Twitter reports, one of the customers who was targeted said to give Costco the credit. They escorted him out and made me wait inside and monitored him until he left. And then they sent someone with me to the car to make sure I'm okay.
0: Good. Oh, I love Costco. Right? I really wish we had one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The man in the video was identified as a former employee at Florida-based Ted Todd Insurance Company by the insurance company's CEO. The insurance company's CEO, Charlie Todd, said on Twitter that the man's behavior in the video is in direct conflict with our company values and that his employment has been terminated. Oh, shit. Right? Threatening behavior and intimidation go against our core mission to be trusted advisors in our community, Todd added. We are also committed to immediately revealing our internal existing culture at TTI. We ask that further concerns, questions, and any other feedback be sent to HR at tedtoddinsurance.com.
0: Wow. Oh, dang.
1: <laughs> While a spokesperson for Costco declined... <laughs>
0: We are looking to make sure we don't have any other psychopaths in our staff, is what that sounds like.
1: Basically.
0: Oh my god, who's screaming at old ladies in Costco? Get the fuck out!
1: This motherfucker. Oh my god.
0: (laughs) Oh no. While a spokesperson
1: for Costco declined to comment on the incident, the company has had a strict policy since May 4th requiring its customers to wear facial coverings to mitigate the spread of the coronavirus
0: yeah because they are a really good company and they give a lot of shits about their employees yeah like they really have good benefits and good pay and they take really good care of their employees it's a, like a really good place to work exactly
1: <laughs> i really want to work at one yeah, i'd want to work at one of those one. or a public's
0: yeah i really oh, miss dang. Publix or an ikea yeah ikea is the same way
1: Um, We know some members may find this inconvenient or objectionable, but under the circumstances, we believe the added safety is worth any inconvenience. Costco president and CEO uh, Craig Jelinek said, this is not simply a matter of personal choice. A face covering protects not just the wearer, but others, too. The man in the video is just the latest Costco customer who has gone viral for not wearing a mask following a similar incident that occurred at another Costco location last month. The thing I love about this is the fact that people are finding out who these people are, and they're not getting away with it.
0: Yes, it's important to enforce the rule that you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom went to a gas station not too long ago. It's this the place where they get donuts every Sunday. Uh huh. And it said on the door, like as per the governor, you're supposed to be wearing a, a like face masks are manu are mandatory. And there was a dude in there wearing a face mask, and, uh, not wearing a mask, and the lit girl behind the counter was not wearing a mask, and she had, like, the plexiglass thing up. She just, like, had it down around her chin. And oh. mom was like, I'm sorry, but what? Uh-huh. And she was like, and the lady just said, First Amendment.
1: Oh, my God. And mom
0: was like, what are you talking about, First Amendment? The governor said we have to do this, and it's public safety. And she was like she's i don't know she said something snarky back and mom was like okay well i won't be back and i'm calling your corporate office oh nice (laughs) like this is not you don't get to make this call you're an employee you have to follow the rules of the corporation that you're working for and they haven't been back like they haven't been back ever since i know that that doesn't matter to that person i'm sure but like oh gosh Uh,
1: still like
0: mom's like i'm high risk what are you doing i can't everyone wants everything to open up but like i can't go anywhere because you guys aren't following the rules yeah so it's not opening up for me that's how i feel too i'm like i really need to go to walmart and go to the baby section and get a few things but i don't feel safe to do so yeah (laughs) you know because Walmart's weird and some of their stuff you can't get delivered and some of their stuff you can't get in your grocery order and some of it you like they they force you, it's in-store purchase only so you have to go to the store to get it
1: which I don't understand like especially right Target now. Target does it
0: too. Yeah, it's just ugh. Uh, ugh. All right. Sometimes like it's in stock at Target but you can't but it's ineligible for their drive-up pickup thing or whatever. And I'm yeah. like what do you, why? Why not? (laughs) (laughs) So I have to come inside to get baby detergent. Cool.
1: Great. Thank you. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So this next one, um, I already told Carrie, it didn't feel like it belonged in like a full episode, but I wanted to touch on it because holy shit. Um... (laughs) But I promise we've got more fun stuff after this. This is just wow. So this is from <laughs> abcnews.com uh and it's by John Hayworth and it was published July 7th, 2020. Um Father's loss to young son in arm wrestling leads to shooting. 8-hour standoff. The father grabbed a gun and fired two shots at his as his son was going upstairs. Um A father is in jail after losing an arm wrestling contest to his young son, which led to a shooting and an eight-hour standoff with the police. The incident occurred on July 6th, shortly before 1 a.m., when Boone County Sheriff's Office deputies were dispatched to Florence, Kentucky, about a 20-minute drive southwest of Cincinnati, Ohio, to a report of a person in a home with a weapon. Um, when authorities arrived, they found two family members had vacated the premises safely and were unharmed, but 55 year old Curtis Zimmerman was still inside the home and refused commands to come out. Deputies learned that Zimmerman was intoxicated and challenged his juvenile son to an arm wrestling contest. When, oh my God. Uh-huh, when, what? <laughs> when Zimmerman lost multiple times, he became agitated, which led to a physical altercation with his son. Um. Zimmerman then reportedly grabbed a gun and fired two shots in the house as his son was going upstairs. It is not known if Zimmerman was aiming at his son, whose identity and age, other than that he's been identified as a juvenile by authorities, has not been disclosed. But he would later tell authorities that he fired the shots into the ceiling. Good God. Mhm. Um so it the son didn't get hurt. Like he didn't um he didn't get hurt, he's not dead or anything.
0: Well, um, that's good.
1: Yeah. But like holy shit still. <laughs> um the sus the suspect subsequently refused to listen to orders from the police, which resulted in an eight hour standoff with authorities. Wow. And he was the only person. So this guy's just
0: winning. Yeah. Is what you said you're saying, basically. <laughs> this guy has it all together. He's got his shit figured out. <laughs> yes. And he is winning at adulting. Yes. He's he's <laughs> Oh, God, he's the worst kind of grown-up. He is. <laughs> Ugh. Um, Ugh. people suck.
1: Once he finally came out at about 825 a.m. on July 6th, um, he was transported to St. Elizabeth in Florence to be evaluated, and once he's medically cleared from the hospital, he will be placed under arrest on one count of wanton endangerment in the first degree. Wanton? Yes.
0: <laughs> wanton! okay honey (laughs) you are under arrest for endangering a wonton (laughs) yes (laughs) Um. oh no no (laughs) wontons are always in danger around me yes (laughs) (laughs) they're delicious
1: a class d felony
0: (laughs) did you really think it was wonton (laughs) oh you're so cute (laughs) that's how it reads it's wanton (laughs) i told you i wasn't there when they did the
1: pronunciation key
0: (laughs) oh so it was oh god Oh, continue
1: (laughs) a class d felony and taken to the boone county detention center the arrest warrant for Zimmerman lists a $5,000 cash bond, according to the sheriff, and it is unclear whether Zimmerman has hired an attorney. So.
0: <laughs> that- I'm going to say he probably hasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't That's think a so. bet.
1: <laughs> He's not the kind of adult that can do that. Um, oh
0: my gosh.
1: So this last one.
0: First Amendment. <laughs>
1: And this last one is from um News Press Now by Matt Hoffman and it was okay. published June 26, 2020 and updated on June 29th. Man charged after throwing donuts at officer.
0: Oh no. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> That's rude.
1: A Wisconsin man who threw donuts at a police officer and was arrested for DWI has been officially charged. Joshua, <laughs> Joshua Hamry, uh, 22, is only facing a charge for DWI. When I tried to stop the vehicle, Can't not assault
0: with a deadly pastry. No. <laughs> <laughs> wanton and wanton endangerment. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> An assault with a deadly pastry <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> When I tried to stop the vehicle, the driver held out a bag of black chocolate donuts, dumping several out hitting my patrol car a Missouri' oh, a sta-
0: gross kind yeah,
1: a Missouri Ew. state highway patrol trooper wrote in a probable cause statement I contract I contacted <laughs> the driver as he threw his keys out of the window.
0: What? According to Why is he throwing his keys out the window? He's an idiot
1: it was all he's oh just throwing God. everything. <laughs> he's throwing his donuts. Oh, my
0: donuts and my keys. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> wow. According to the probable cause statement, uh Hamry was intoxicated on some kind of drug. His bond has been set at twenty five hundred dollars with the condition he not consume alcohol while on bail. Um so
0: yeah. Yeah. He's still drinking. (laughs) Yes. Just so everyone knows. Um, But, wow, that's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, (sighs) that's
1: that's my segment. That's it.
0: Nice. Thanks. Well done. Thank you. All right, let's take a quick break. Okay. All right.
1: We're back.
0: Hello. All right, so mine has absolutely nothing to do with yours. (laughs) But it's fun. All right. So... (laughs) <laughs> uh okay so we're gonna talk about uh one of my favorite time periods to talk about because it's the most insane mm-hmm. um <clears throat> are we going medieval we're gonna talk about yes we're gonna talk about castles today
1: okay i'm okay. down with castles S-
0: yes so um this is an article from ranker again um by chanel moulin it was published june 26th of 2020 oh the Year of Hell. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> this is one of my favorite things to talk about. So, um, let's dive in. Okay, so don't be fooled by all the films that portray medieval castle life as an embarrassment of riches. Living in medieval castles wasn't just about indulging in nonstop feasts, being entertained by jesters, and watching flamboyant jousts. Castle life, even for the upper class, would not have been all that glamorous. Dark and gloomy rooms, lit and heated by suffocatingly smoky fires, were par for the course. While the upper class did did indulge in some of the finer food and drink of the Middle Ages and were afforded a little more privacy than the serving class, there were still certainly very few creature comforts in in medieval castle living. However... With such cramped and cold quarters, some castle dwellers did find comfort through chaste-as-heck medieval sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Life during medieval times was no treat. Uh, 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 all right. Let's talk about the smell, shall we? Oh. <laughs> That's how I feel about Maybe that. because... Well, <laughs> so the thing to know about castles is that they, their main function was to be a fortress. Mm-hmm. And then people also live there. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's because of the bench toilets or the general lack of hygiene among the lower classes. But castles smelled really awful. <laughs> and it certainly didn't help that the toilets offered no privacy. And that there was really nowhere to dispose of waste besides a cesspool beneath the toilet. So it's like filled with porta-potties, basically. Without the chemicals that clean it. Yeah. Love that. Imagine the flies. Imagine (laughs) the flies. It wasn't always easy to clean yourself, as fresh water and a bathtub were often harder to come by for the serving classes. So the servants were ripe, it seems like. Yeah, Um, probably. Probably. Furthermore, sickness was prevalent among the lower class, and while the wealthy could easily afford the best medical care, the average castle dweller would have to rely on herbal medicines if, not- if anything at all. Oh, because soap didn't exist really much. They were like germs. What are germs? <laughs> <laughs> Washing your hands. And then, and then there was a sect of people, I'm going to guess, that were like, washing your hands isn't real. You don't have to do it. Yep. <laughs> and people were like, no, no, it actually works. It happened to me. And they're like, it's the government. And <laughs> it's how they track you. <laughs> um. Okay. So That's um, not let's happening talk about, right now. oh my God. Let's talk about these bench toilets.
1: Oh, of course. We got to talk so about So they So they're in...
0: Well, you see them in Game of Thrones, actually, because um, the guy J uh, George R R Martin or whatever uh-huh. his fucking name is, um, he he was a historian who wrote them, so yeah. his stuff is fairly historically accurate. Of course, it's written in a fantasy film, of course, mm-hmm. in a fantasy world, but most things are very historically accurate, including the incest among the upper class, including the toilets, include you know, including. Just a lot of things, Uh, you know, how gross everyone looks on a boat, like, all that stuff. So, um, in medieval times, you had to do, you had to go do your business on a long bench with many holes for many bums. Your waist fell down to a literal cesspool. And that was the end of it. Again, there were no partitions and no privacy. So you would likely be in full view of all your friends and neighbors while you were doing your thing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: nice maybe it
0: was nice maybe it was nice to have someone to talk to you to talk while to you while you (laughs) use the bathroom well but no it would be different (laughs) because it was always like that yeah you know what i mean yeah no one would be like oh i wish there were walls because it was like there's never been walls you know yeah um and and maybe people even socialized at the old cesspool but that's still gross um it's hard to say exactly how people felt about the process, because today's standards for privacy and hygiene just did not apply back then.
1: <laughs> I wonder where the standard for privacy came from, because I, I want to know. shake that person's hand
0: I don't <laughs> and thank them. truly. Um, castles might not appear to be fortresses from the outside, but the large and open floor plans on the inside left little room for privacy, especially if you were a servant. Um, the lord and lady of the home would almost certainly have private chambers in which to dress and bathe, but all others who dwelled within the castle walls were forced to spend their days and nights in constant company of each other. And so, <laughs> <laughs> woo. imagine that. Mm. That sounds terrible. <laughs> um, it was so, well, that still kind of goes on and even in Downton, like they all like live in a dorm together basically yeah and they're all they have all their meals together they have you know all their in-between time they're together all the time because they, li- they they have to live there because of their hours were so insane yeah um so and that's what you see that changes one of the culture shifts that happens during this sh- over the course of the show mm-hmm. people are leaving that industry to go because they want better hours and they wanna like, you know, be home with their they want to have families <laughs> and Yeah. All of that jazz. Um so <clears throat> I've lost my place. Um it was also it was so dark and dingy in most areas of the castle that it might have been nice to have others close by for body warmth. Or perhaps they found other ways to stay warm. However, however, during the Middle Ages, you could get it on with your spouse only for the purpose of procreation. (laughs) Oh, my God. This meant even having inappropriate thoughts of your own partner was considered a sin. And guess what? It didn't fucking stop anybody. So, (laughs) because guess what? People fuck. (laughs) So, a typical castle could house (laughs) over a thousand people. No, that's not true. Over a hundred people. My bad, I read that wrong. Um, If you aren't a people person, then maybe (laughs) living in a a castle wouldn't have been for you. Uh, Not that anyone really had a choice. But um, there were many servants needed to tend the castle chores, as well as generations worth of the Lord and Lady's families living in any given castle. Um, It took it took that many people to tend to the daily running of the castle and this made for very cramped quarters of course and all the servants and extended family meant mm-hmm. a total lack of privacy um again kind of what happens you see in the first season of downton where everyone is like running around all over the place they're up at like 5 a.m 5 or 6 a.m getting everything ready and dusted and the pillows plumped and blah blah, blah. it's like a big theater production and then like lord grantham comes downstairs and you don't see any of them it's just his house in pristine condition but we've all seen how that came to be within the last like two hours you know it's just it's (laughs) crazy it's so crazy someone's lighting all the fires someone's dusting someone's scrubbing this it's just nuts beating the rugs over here um okay um okay trigger warning We're going to talk about the dungeons for a second. Okay. So prisoners went to dungeons and were often tortured. Uh, Prisoners were often kept in the deepest, darkest depths of a medieval castle where it was the most disgusting. Um, The conditions were often deplorable. And there certainly were no prisoner rights advocates in the Middle Ages. Prisoners were often held for political reasons. And should the lord or lady of the castle deem it fit, the prisoner could be tortured. Just because they wanted them to. Um uh the next part is pretty disturbing so yeah uh oh, it is great. quick though so there were a number of there were a okay. number of ways that medieval people <laughs> treated their prisoners but one one that stands out oh this is the worst this is the worst we're not going to talk about that one never mind no more trigger warning i i hate that's literally okay. like the worst one okay uh yeah so, okay. you guys can research medieval torture stuff on your own. That's my least favorite, because it's horrifying. Yeah. Um wh- One German... Re- I mean, they're all horrifying, but the- that one is just... Who came up with it? Okay. So, um... <clears throat>
1: <laughs> someone yeah. who was fucked.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, one German researcher found that the torture method was not only meant to torture, but... To torment, but also to purify the soul. Many believed that the, the only way to purify the body oh. of its sins was through pain. Okay, that makes much more sense then as to why their punishments were so fucking terrible. Um, so you might want to think twice before you break the law in a medieval town unless you're into that pain for purification kink. There were lots of rats. Lots of rats. That's why we had the plague. (laughs) Um, Dark, damp, and cold environments are the perfect breeding ground for more than a few horrible things, and rats are definitely one of them. So, thus, if you lived in a castle, you, by default, lived with rats. Take that, princess. Um, While castle dwellers might have gotten used to sharing their home with rats, as they were rather ubiquitous in medieval times, they were still typically afraid of them, because rats are carnivorous, and it's disgusting. Uh, the beady eyed little rodents always yeah. struck fear into the hearts of their unwilling roommates. Plus, rats were one of the cheapest and most effective forms of medieval torture, which is why we didn't talk about them earlier. You can imagine befriending a furry little critter, only to find out later that he'll be front and center for your demise. Ugh. Gross. Oh. Gross. Okay booze though booze was always there there was always wine Mm -hmm. so wine beer or ale were the preferred drinks of choice during meals in the middle ages which is probably what helped to keep people alive because alcohol cleanses you the upper echelon y- yes. of medieval society literally my dad sorry quick anecdote my dad um my parents went to a uh, a restaurant a long time ago when we were in florida i think i was still in high school and everyone got food poisoning uh-huh. except my dad because he had like 3 beers so it like <laughs> oh, well. cleansed cleansed him of it somehow i don't know it was just crazy um uh-huh. <clears throat> so i know your dude, dad it, <sighs> man yeah
1: extreme retirement he's He's, just always always been been extreme extreme retirement
0: he's a thrill seeker my pops that's absolutely not true (laughs) he just is very unlucky a lot (laughs) oh goodness bless him he's always in good spirits about it though um (laughs) he is he is your dad is just so happy Um, okay so mm. (laughs) The upper echelon of medieval society had their choice of wine, beer, or spirits, but the lowly peasants were like were more likely to take whatever they could get their hands on. Um yeah. Yeah understandably. <laughs> still still is today. Um <laughs> Interestingly, alcohol was sort of a nece- was sort of a necessity during this time because the water was often unclean and therefore undrinkable. Ugh. While people knew they could simply mm-hmm. boil water to purify it, it was still regarded as a low-prestige drink. <clears throat> so people were also dehydrated. That's great. Um. <laughs> so, oh, goodness, I'm so sorry. Gross. So, just like today, the rich get Patron, and the rest of us get whatever's on sale in the liquor aisle. <laughs> I wish we could have Patron. <laughs> yes. <coughs> Alright, so the day began when the sun came up. So with only fire to light your way in the evening, sunshine was crucial to actually getting things done around the castle. Uh, what, with, what, what little light was allowed in through the small windows had to, su- had to suffice for many of the indoor chores, and the outside work began right at sunrise to allow the castle workers in maximum, the maximum amount of light possible. Um, The servants would actually often rise before the sun to make sure fires were started in the kitchen so that breakfast could be served right away. There were essentially five main jobs that one could do in a medieval town. You could be part of the clergy, be a noble, or or simply royalty if you were the upper, upper class. The lower class had the choice of being merchants or craftsmen and laborers. And that's it. So unless you were of noble descent or royalty, you were getting your butt up at the same time as the sun because your job was to run the town for everyone else. Ain't yep. it fun? Mm-hmm.
1: That's a great paramour song. <laughs> we <should've
0: laughs> no, we shouldn't because we here. can't pay for it. Um,
1: <laughs> we don't have the right to. <clears throat>
0: Okay, so the Lord and Lady were in charge, though they had a staff to tend to any real work, quote-unquote. All of the people living in the castle had jobs to do. Mainly, they were to make sure that the Lord, the Lady, and their many family members were all well-fed and comfortable, but they also had to tend to the daily daily Mm -hmm. chores of castle life. The Lord and Lady tended to political matters and made major decisions regarding land and protection of the castle, so they certainly couldn't be bothered with preparing meals and tending to repairs. Which I get. Kind of. Yeah. Hello? Come on. But oh my still- god, this. It's getting. Re- Sorry, I don't know why my computer is doing this, but it keeps, like, not wanting to scroll. Um, I don't know why. Goodness. Okay. So let's talk about tubs. Contrary. Oh, hang on. Okay. Now it's scrolled. Now it's catching up to where I scrolled. Okay, here we go. So contrary to what many people believe about medieval times, (laughs) people did enjoy taking baths. It just wasn't as easy to access clean water and a bathtub. (laughs) So, um, inside castles, there would often be a wooden bathtub that could be transported from room to room for the castle dwellers to bathe in, and it wasn't exactly sanitary or even remotely private, but people were happy to be able to clean themselves from time to time. It should be noted that medieval populations certainly didn't have the hang-ups about privacy and hygiene that we do today, again... ...but they would probably have preferred to not bathe in full view of their roommates. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Of course, it was very cold and dark. Disease was everywhere... Um, ooh, there was a co- the constant hubbub a- around preparing for feasts and festivals. So the constant pomp may have been a tidbit annoying, especially to the people of the lower class who were doing all the work in preparation for these elaborate feasts and parties. Um, large and, l- yeah, large and lavish meals were the norm. Uh, in yeah. the mid- so can you imagine that? Like you're slaving over this crazy thing and then you don't even get to have any of it. <laughs> Unless you were preparing the meal, Uh, in which case you would have your meal in the kitchen. You would sit down to the feast with friends pretty regularly. In fact, you were even seated at a meal table in relation to your level of importance. The lord and lady would sit at the head of a large wooden table, of course, while the castle staff would be sat at the back end and out of sight. Aww. And... <laughs> Lastly, better. we're gonna do this one, and be done. <laughs> they ran the house. The floors were covered with rushes and herbs okay. to cover the copious amounts of food grease and animal poop. As part of the Uh ever-losing battle of trying to keep a castle clean and smelling sort of fresh, reeds and herbs would be strewn across the floors. The purpose of this was for the dry grass to help soak up and contain all of the liquids and solids that came its way over the course of an average castle day. An ancient collection of beer... Grease, fragments, bones, spittle, excrement, and cats, and everything that is nasty would be revealed when the rushes were swept up and changed out for fresh ones. The herbs did their best to tamp down the unavoidable stench brought on by all that nastiness. And, of course, you know, the kitchen fires caught fire. The kitchen caught fire all the time. Yeah. (laughs) You had to go to church. I mean, there's plenty of other things, but those were kind of the funnest ones.
1: Oh, those were fun. Hope so. Wasn't as nasty as I was expecting. (laughs) Oh goodness. Yeah. Uh oh. You good over there?
0: I don't know. My recording froze. Okay, we're good. Woo! Scared me. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) we're good. All right. Um. Well, thank you guys so much for (laughs) listening. Uh, Hope you're staying safe, and remember, you are not a monster. Bye, Bye, guys. guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen
1: to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at kerryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.